What's going on, everyone? I'm Mackenzie Ingram. This is Everything In Between. And in this episode, I want to talk about embracing the heat. So before we get into this episode, I want to first start off by praying for Afghanistan, for praying for Haiti. I also know that there are so many other horrendous events happening, but I know right now these are the main two that are in the news um, and that we're getting more and more information for. So I just want to pray really quickly over these people. Um, God, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for the blessings that we have, this life that a lot of us, we take for granted, God. I pray for your people in Afghanistan and in Haiti, Lord. I pray for shelter over these people, for resources, food, and water, God. I pray that you give people in Afghanistan discernment on who to trust. I pray that you wipe out any ounce of evil in these places, Lord, that you be with your people, you comfort your people, and that they know that you are still a good God and that they can trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's absolutely horrible what's going on in these places. Um, And so my heart and my prayers go out to everyone and anyone's families that are affected by this. Um, Just know I'm with you. The people of God are with you and we love you. So I want to get into today's episode. It's about embracing the heat. Um, And I love this story. I'm sharing the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I love it so much because it really speaks to believers and people that maybe aren't believers or people that are maybe wandered or walked away. This story is so, so good. So I'm going to really give you a short um, version of this story if you don't already know what it is or who these men are. So basically King Nebuchadnezzar created, King Nebuchadnezzar had his own gods. He created this huge image of gold and basically commanded and made it a rule, a law for people um, in a providence of Babylon, I believe, to bow down to this image of gold at any time. There was a sound of like a trumpet, a flute, these, these multiple instruments. Whenever that sound happened. People were supposed to fall and start worshiping his gods in this image of gold. And if you didn't, you were going to die. They were going to throw you into a blazing furnace and you were going to die. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being three bold men of God who served our God, the the most high, didn't do it. King Nebuchadnezzar was furious when he found out about them, had his people, his soldiers, his servants, whoever, bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into him. And he basically said, you're not going to bow down to my God. They said, no, um, we serve only one God and we will not bow down to you because we know our God will save us. And even if he doesn't, we will not serve any other God other than ours. So they get thrown into this furnace and actually the furnace, King Nebuchadnezzar, it said he ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than the usual. So this furnace was hot, so hot that the soldiers that threw them in actually died crazy. So they were in there. King Nebuchadnezzar was watching. Side note, I always have this question of like, where was King Nebuchadnezzar? How was he watching? Like, was it a furnace of like glass? Was there a door? Was there a window with a door? Like, how did he see this? And so, um, when he looked inside the furnace, he said to his um, servants, it says in verse 24, you can find this story, I'm sorry, in Daniel 3. 
but he says um king nebuchadnezzar nezzar lit wow what king nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the furnace they replied certainly your majesty he said look you see four men walking around in the fire unbound and unharmed the fourth looks like a son the son of god's so basically god was with shadrach meshach and abednego he sent an angel to be with these men to keep them safe unbound unharmed from this fire um, not shadrach king nebuchadnezzar yelled inside the furnace i think he yelled and shouted shadrach meshach and abednego servants of the most high god come out come here when they came out they weren't touched they weren't harmed they weren't burnt they didn't even smell like fire because god was with them and god was protecting them so that's the short version of the story i kind of want to get into the details of embracing the heat because something that the bible doesn't talk about at least that i have read and researched it never talks about if they ever felt the heat and now that I think about it, maybe they didn't, maybe it doesn't talk about it because maybe they didn't feel it. But in my mind, when I was reading this and I got this revelation months ago, I actually have already done a video on this, but I think it's so good. I want to share it again. When I was reading this, I got this revelation of, yes, they weren't harmed. They weren't hurt, but they had to have felt some type of heat. Like the furnace was seven times hotter than what it usually was. There's no way that they didn't feel, even if it was just a slither of heat, I feel like they felt it, right? But they were safe because God was with them and they were untouched. And it really spoke to me in the sense of believers in today's generation, in today's day and age, because there is so much going on. There are so many other gods. There is so much sin in this culture that standing on the word of God and speaking the truth, you're going to feel some heat. People are going to hate you for it. They're going to think you're judgmental. They're going to want to slap you, fight you, cancel you. And I want to encourage you to embrace the heat. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego literally said, he said in verse 16, I love this because their faith was so bold and they had so much faith and confidence in God. They said, King Nebuchadnezzar, you don't, we don't need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God that we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty. They were so kind, like basically telling him off in a kind way. Um, but they said, but even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. That is a faith that I strive to have every single day that really, and you can kind of take this like out more outside of standing on the word of God and him saving you to just like praying for things and um, like blessings and things that you want that yes, God, I want this. But even if you don't give this to me, even if you don't save me from this, I'm not going to serve any other God because I know you're still a good God. And that is such an amazing faith to have. And I truly admire these men because I'm like, they were geez, like straight up. I'm, I know I'm about to die right now. I'm about to get thrown into this furnace. But also they didn't think they were going to die because they had so much faith. They literally said, wow, thank you, God. 
If we are thrown into this blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it and he will deliver us. So they already knew, go ahead, King Nebuchadnezzar, throw me in. My God is going to save me. Amazing. That's so good. So like I said, they get thrown in. They're not harmed. They're not touched. King Nebuchadnezzar tells them to come out. And again, that is just such an encouraging word to know that when you stand on the word of God, when you stand up against things that you don't agree with, that it's clearly a sin, but life and culture and people are trying to normalize it you are going to embrace some heat. I, like I said earlier, I fully believe that they felt some type of heat from that furnace. And no, it didn't hurt them. It didn't harm them, but they had to have felt it, but they embraced it. And so I want to encourage you to embrace the heat that you feel when you stand on the word of God, because it's going to happen. It's happened so much to me that I have friends or people that I know that live a certain way or believe in a certain thing. And I don't, I don't agree with them all the time. And that's okay. That's okay to not always agree, but I stand on the word of God and I tell them scriptures and I tell them what I believe. And sometimes they hate me for it or they're mad or they think I'm judgmental. If someone thinks you're judgmental because you're preaching the word of God, that's on them. That's it. That is on them. You speak your word. You stand on the word. You stand up for God. There are so many people standing up for everything else. When you are a believer of the most high, you stand up for him. And in doing that, you're going to feel some heat, but embrace that heat. Something else I love about this story is that their faith, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's faith ultimately saved King Nebuchadnezzar. It changed his life. Because then it says in verse 28, then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It says they trusted in him and defied the king's commands and were willing to give up their own lives rather than serve or worship any God except their own. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and houses be thrown into piles of rubble for no other God can save like this. The fact that King, not King, that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood on the word of God and had this faith, it allowed King Nebuchadnezzar to be saved, ultimately. Because even before, when you go up a couple of verses, in verse 15, King Nebuchadnezzar literally says, then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? And then now after everything happened, he's like, praise the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So that is another encouraging reason of why you should stand on the word, because you never know whose life you can change. You never know by one disagreement or one scripture proving that person wrong. It's not even about proving them wrong, but just showing them what scripture says. You never know who's watching you, who's listening to you. By you standing on the word of God and being confident in it and not backing down, you can save someone's life. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did that for King Nebuchadnezzar. It's just, it's amazing. And this also now can go into people that feel like they've done too much wrong. You hear that a lot. Like, no, Mackenzie, you don't know what I've done. You don't know how bad I am. You don't know how dirty I am. You don't know how far I've wandered. God's not going to want me. He's not going to love me. 
Yes, he is. King Nebuchadnezzar, if you go into verse, um, not verse, if you go into the next chapter, chapter four, King Nebuchadnezzar is literally testifying to people. He says, it is my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the most high God has performed for me. So you're telling me that this man who was just killing people for not worshiping his gods and bowing down to his image of gold is now being blessed by God? Yes, because that is the God that we serve. That no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, if you turn your life back over to him, he will save you, he will wipe you clean, and he will bless you. And if you don't believe me, read the story. It's literally all right here. You also have Saul, who used to kill Christians. God saved him, turned him into Paul, and used him in crazy ways and blessed him in crazy ways, guys. I used to think that about myself, that like, I keep messing up in this one area. I'm done. Like, God, I I know you're tired of me. I've done too much wrong. I smell too bad. I'm too dirty. There's no way I can turn back to God. And I want to say to you right now that yes, you can. And he's waiting for you. God will meet you right where you are with wide open arms, ready to embrace and love you and bring you home. There is nothing, there is nothing that you can do to separate you from the love that God has for you. You just have to know that. And even in doing that, when you do get to that point where you turn back and come back to God, there are going to be things that you have to walk away from, break away from. And in that, you still have to embrace that heat because it's not always going to be easy. It's going to be challenging. And the people that used to maybe do those things with you or you may, you used to do those things with are going to be looking at you like, you living like that now? Like, oh, you're living holy? Bruh, there's no way you're going to live like that. Like that's embracing, that's heat. And you have to embrace that as you turn your life back around to God. But I promise you, if God can save and love and wipe clean and bless King Nebuchadnezzar, who used to kill people and have his own gods and created his own image of God, he can do it for you. I promise you, he can do it for you. So my people that that are maturing in their faith and continuing to grow and know what they believe, stand on the word of God. Stand up for God and embrace the heat that comes with it because a lot will come. But God will be with you. He will bring you out. And you never know whose life you can change while doing that. And for those that want to come back to God or that think they're not worthy enough to do so, you are. You are more than enough. You are loved. You are wanted. And I promise you, the worst thing you have done, God's like, I got you. I forgive you. Just come home to me. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this word. I thank you for pouring through me, Lord. And I just pray over people that are firm in their faith and that they believe in you and trust in you and have confidence in you, God, that they stand on this word, that no matter what comes, no matter what someone says or does, that they do not waver, that they are have faith and confidence like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And when they are thrown into the fire, that they embrace that heat, God because you are a good God and we know that you are with us and we never know whose lives that we can change by just simply standing up for you. God, I pray for the hearts that feel like 
they have done too much wrong or that they are too far away or that they are too dirty or that they're unlovable, God, that you let them know that you're just waiting for them to turn around and you are right there with them. You will meet them where they are and there's nothing that they have done, are doing, or could do to separate them from your love. Lord, we love you, we trust you, and we thank you. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Oh,